welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. This is volume 10. I think I'll be off with the numbers every week. This week had some interesting conundrums. The first being, I hate summer. I think I've already announced this a few times. I cannot stand it. I do not like summer. I barely like spring. I love fall and I love winter. <laughs> the biggest thing about summer I hate though is the the bugs. I don't like nature and all its finery. For those that love it, great. I'll be out there running from the bees. <laughs> Sweat comes down my back and I'm already irritated. So this is not my time of year, but indoors, I think that's my safe space. But there's been a little bit of a surge and bugs gnats in particular in my apartment and a few spiders so right now it's been an all-out war between me and said bugs i'm gonna kill you not today not tomorrow but i'm gonna kill you Currently, I am winning. I do think that they are getting revenge because I had a little bite on me the other night when I went to sleep and woke up. It was there. But I am not hesitating to exterminate anything that makes its way into what I consider my utopia. Okay? Your, your, your place of being is outside. I don't go outside and stomp on you. But if you come in my house, it's my rules and you ain't gonna live in other news unfortunately my mom was back on the press because she broke her hand yesterday hitting my nephew in the head now she's been having some behavior issues with said nephew he's acting out to be expected and not just because he's coming into being a teenage male which is already problematic enough but he also is someone who doesn't have a mother and a father. He's being raised by his grandmother. And I know it's not fair on her as well. She didn't ask for this. <laughs> but in a way she did. You know, it's either I raise him or the state. However, my mom, I, I, we've discussed her parenting skills. We, we've had the stories of my childhood enough that we know that she reacts in a way that is violent. And I am not too prone on violence. I'm not saying kids don't need their ass whooped. I'm not anti whoop that ass. However, it should not be your go-to reaction for everything. And see, my mom doesn't have tolerance or patience. We had had a conversation about this last week. Or she tried to suck me in like you see they make that face and i can't do i'm like sometimes you just need to fucking turn it off you're you're so immersed in them that you don't have yourself and that's where you always run into your problems and you was 50 something years old weighing 110 pounds because you lost all that weight not by dieting just because that's what happens when you get older your skin gets thinner everything gets more fragile you ain't supposed to be popping some fucking 13 year old 12 year old boy that's like almost your size in the look you need you got what you deserved <laughs> because i'm 37 
you think I'm about to be going like unless my daughter is <laughs> and even then the thing of it and I told her this last week I said that's what are you accomplishing you're hitting him you keep hitting him it does what does it do it does nothing he's so used to it at this point all you're doing and in the end is hurting yourself and I know what it's like to grow up in that house I do on top of him having some neglected feelings like you can't do it all but she don't want to hear when you say put him in therapy ah she don't trust the man she don't trust it she always got it a reason excuse that's why her black ass still got motherfucking problems now because she won't put her ass in therapy for her own damn psychological issues and they are extensive i mean she's not healthily handling the situation she's only exasperating it and not only does she have to deal with that she has a husband she can't stand and he's unhelpful (laughs) but he's been this way forever right i know the issues of what it's like to live in that house and i can't imagine being two boys who's already dealing with circumstances that you're not even equipped to handle and you already have i mean i walked in the other day i saw my brother sitting on the damn couch oh hell no these motherfucking bitch ass niggas and i've been telling her this that that is problematic because that boy is looking at his daddy show up for everything besides being his father and you keep letting like if that was me i know it's so hard because it's my son you can't abandon him she believes that all of that but sometimes people aren't healthy they're toxic in your life and you need to cut them the fuck out and if it happens to be family oh well that is where we keep finding ourselves in that continuous cycle because we call ourselves you know not abandoned in our family but some people need to be abandoned it doesn't matter if you got blood or not kind of goes back to the difference between black parenting and caucasian parenting <laughs> and uh, as i stated there are pros and cons to each you know she doesn't look at these boys like they're individuals then she tries to talk to them but she's not talking to them. she's lecturing and that's the problem they don't understand a conversation goes both ways she's constantly trying to put her own opinions on these children and then you know well why don't they work like they used to you guys used to do you used to have us doing slave labor. You seem to think that these things were okay. And you don't acknowledge, no matter how many times you have conversations talking about, oh, you, you throw pity parties. Like, I am so hit to my mother's manipulative routine that I want to feel more empathy for her current situation. But on another level, I can't. And I, and I feel odd that, like, I don't step in because quite frankly it's I, I wasn't there when those babies were born i didn't raise them i wasn't part of that like i've known them for the last what three years in any true sense of being their aunt because i was in a different state so and what's the point of, to me of wasting my time getting because that's all they really want is they want you engaged in the drama of it all and she cannot stand that i refuse <laughs> to participate in the drama of the all you know she tries to guilt trip me you don't come see me because every time i go in the house i'm in a push and pull between two grown-ass people acting like children tit for tatting each other what am i gonna stand in there and be in that's why my sister having her own problems because she's too caught up in that shit that's a shit storm house 
And until you actually both deal with y'all shit, I feel bad. I just do. I will try my best. My cut, my little nephew always talk to me. He a little rude sometimes, but I'm like, this is like you gotta find a way to talk to them. Like me and my daughter, it's not that we are in a perfect bubble. We get into it all the time. The difference is, is that I have conversations <laughs> with her. I'm not screaming. I'm not lecturing. I'm like, no, you're not talking to me like that. And then this is what you could have done to change the situation. And then if I need to ground her, I'm not about, my fucking arm hurts. I got rotator cuff problems. I'm 37. You think I'm about to be boxing it? Like I said, until she gets to the point where she putting hands on me in that full extent where I need to go. Like, I don't even agree with popping kids in the head, period. Like, that's fucking brain damage. My mom used to do it all the time when I was rocking. And I'm like, what part of these actions bother you so much that you feel the need to react they're too reactionary and that is a huge like being a parent it it requires a lot of patience i'm sure as many parents know and it can be very stressful very hard but it takes more energy to contain yourself and it is a sacrifice i'm not acting like it's not a that's why you always hear me bitch and moan but i'm not like that with my child you know, I have to keep that in check, those more base instinct emotions, and understand that this is an individual and not an extension of who I am. And until she really comes into terms, and that's what I'm gonna t- I told her last night, I'm like, you just need to stop trying to fix something that's not even within your capacity to fix. He needs someone to talk to that is not you. And he's going to act out. Then you're like, well, I spoiled them. And you're, you're focused once again on yourself. And there is a part of yourself that, unfortunately, <laughs> those 18 years, you don't get to have. And I've acknowledged and accepted that. And that's a, a part of why. And she also needs therapy, though, for real. She, need, she needs some medication. She's not okay. And she's not okay because she's not in a situation where she is okay. Like, there's a lot of things I can go in about my mother to put her in it. Like she told me the other day, she need a job, but need me to do a resume. All these fucking resume courses out there in the fucking world, you need me to do it. <clears throat> Bullshit. Do you all know she has a job and refuses to go back to it? Just refuses to go back to it because I don't want to work there. So fucking quit and find another one. No, she would rather be what she's doing and then she pretends like she's not happy in that way because oh other people know that's not i told you i'm not i not intend (laughs) to go down a rant rabbit hole about the issues with my mother but that's the situation i had to deal with yesterday which took away from my recording but it is the next segue a good segue into my next topic which is why do people try to convert introverts? Leave me alone. I've mentioned this previously, but leaving on the topic of my very problematic relationship with my mama, you know, she says that to me the other day. She's like, I just don't want your daughter to be an introvert. You fucking bitch, why you bullying me? Everyone asking. And the disgust in which people, and it's not just her, I've heard other people are like, you know, ooh, an introvert, you know, that's, it's somehow a lesion on your soul to the rest of society 
you're just seen as something that is an undesirable state of being and i think that it is so uncommon for people who do not assimilate i have this whole conversation i can go into about confirmation bias actually we could just jump into it which happens a lot on the internet which is basically people you know pulling together under this one umbrella of an idea and they want to be right more than they want to be informed right so people just hear introvert and they already go loner depressed they they all they put these negative incantations onto a personality type that isn't actually accurate whatsoever and if they would be informed versus trying to believe that they're right about how this person is perceived then they would know that that's completely bullshit introverted people are creative they've actually contributed a lot to society they are social in their own manner they just don't fall within that us versus them category is not to say that they can't but it's more rare because they would rather think for themselves than have other people think for them so i feel as if introverts are this third segment of society that are ostracized <laughs> by the us versus them as seen as a, a unacceptable part of being and it's just sad especially if you're that introvert because you're constantly being told that and i mentioned this previously like something's wrong with you like you're somehow abnormal and thus you need to conform this really stems from a society or a yeah you know i well just say society i feel like i've said it 20 times but a culture as well where people are those extroverts are fundamentally lazy intellectually lazy and what i mean by that is they live on autopilot because it's simpler uh, and it takes less energy and effort to problem solve than to allow the lizard part of their brain to dominate which sadly it does and the lizard side of your brain are your base emotions fuck eat and sleep and instead of using our brains um to consider more of our behavior we use it to rationalize our behavior to pretend like we're not just animals because we have the forethought of death we understand that that is a part of our our natural progression what it precipitates is binary thinking which is a basis for society and why society is so very successful so i'm not saying as if this is somehow you know an, an antithesis to what has been our species up into this point that us versus them mentality has defined and made uh, a culture of society successful because everyone can assimilate to one or the other um i remember in the expanse where fred johnson's telling james holden you know you're an idealist i would be considered an idealist I, uh, in westworld you consider them the um what do they call them damn it i can't remember now but those th that third part of society right that third party where they're not willing to pick a tribe because they would rather think for themselves and thus 
have created less of a binary system and that is a threat to to controlling society so it, it just to me every time I am being told that puts me into that rabbit hole of you know the the pros and cons really of an extroverted society in itself it does really cater to that more binary type of thinking and it is a more unfortunately um less stressful less uh consuming because it's easier to group think than it is to <laughs> to self-explore this is simply a portion of society and even more so with the emergence of the internet is that people are doing selection bias to the point that they can no longer have uh other opinions affect their opinion like they can block people now you know you're not of like-minded opinion with me well guess what we it's kind of why you know i think this was uh something brought up where i let a in my um I don't have it anymore, but flash group, I would let in uh, snowberries, as we call them, <laughs> or people that really like Caitlyn. Why would you do that, Christina? Because I don't believe in groupthink. I believe in a place in which you can and should allow for discourse. Now, it's not to say I'm going to allow ignorance all over my page, but if you are someone that just has a different opinion than mine then i don't feel that i should block you just because of that now if you're acting in a manner in a behavior that is completely uh against how i feel your conduct should be that's different but a a way to encourage discord in a healthy discourse in a healthy manner that should always be allowed right because it's not about me being right. It's about me being informed. I need to know what you're saying so that I, I can understand where you're coming from. Doesn't mean I have to agree with you. And people are getting more and more and more away from that type of form of, of collaboration. And that's not good. It's not good at all. Luckily, the internet is not a full picture because some people truly believe it is. A full demographic on how everyone is reacting in society it is a place in which you can also become anonymously someone else and that's another uh, part of that data that is uh, need to be explored because there are people on there that are more content to be popular giving witty com comebacks or, or making a point for no other reason than it makes them feel validated in a way it all leads back to that confirmation bias and because people are so afraid of being alone so afraid of being on the outside that they would compromise their own morals just to be a part of the group so anyone that doesn't um adhere to that is <laughs> unfavored and it gives a lot more meaning to the idea that there are like it's a rare personality type and i really 
took a minute to accept that because it didn't feel because I've only been myself for so long <laughs> um, that I never really put much emphasis on the fact that I had a completely different personality than 98% of the people around me. And I think that people don't fully understand the benefit of introverts to society that they are pretty much the buffer to a lot of the madness and it's because we have a very forgiving personality type we close the door on people we don't allow these toxic relationships we're not interested in the superficial um it says i'm a super nerd <laughs> dying to pick the right person that is romantic and true. This is based on a personality test I took online, um, based on some questions. I'll put it in the um, in the show notes. So if you want to take it and know what your personality is, uh, realistic about the future, um, very ambitious, always wanting to be the best at what I do. Uh, not really ambitious, just really want to be good at what I do because I'm only mildly ambitious, and that's very accurate. Like I'm not trying to be the leader. I'm pretty content just being heavily knowledgeable. Scared of things out of my control. That would be absolutely true, but mature and honest. That's just a few things too, but I, I'm really attuned. Like <laughs> my mother should be glad I'm an introvert because if not, I would be my sister who's telling her everything about all of her mistakes, just throwing them in her face. There's a patience there. There's an understanding there, you know, that's more elevated than the immersiveness in the situation. I think that's what also helps me as a parent is that I'm more attuned to what my child is going through versus just seeing myself from the position of the authoritative figure and nothing can test my authority. I'm, I'm not an authoritarian. I understand you're a person, you got feelings, <laughs> you've got opinions, they may be wrong. I'm here to guide you, but I don't make you ultimately into who you are going to become. You have to make these decisions on your own. And yet a lot of parents have a tendency to put their biases all the way on their children and expect them to act and behave in accordance to said biases. Thank God I'm an introvert because I'm able to not allow all that baggage to hold me back <laughs> to <laughs> to evolve past those very superficial things not only put upon me but experienced because i understand the world in a 3d fashion because i was blessed with that ability to be an individual and not a uh conformer i know i've used a lot of the same words over and over again i need a thesaurus <laughs> uh, i do i i tend to pick up on i do it all the time word patterns it's just something i do too but guess what i'm 10 times fucking happier than all the extroverts that i know around me because i understand me myself i'm in tune with who i am what i'm experiencing my self-esteem does not come from acceptance and if that's who my daughter ends up becoming, I'm not going to look like, oh my God, that's such a terrible thing. I'm like, thank fucking Christ. You're probably going to go out and do something amazing because people that are introverts, 
tend to be that amazing. an introvert don't allow people to shame you for being who you are they're only trying to force you into binary thinking and you know you are too damn too damn good for that we're gonna end this pot <laughs> now with the last five minutes i'm gonna jump off my soapbox and we're gonna discuss some of the funny things i used to do as a kid so one of the things i used to do is called bouncing what is bouncing you ask basically me thinking that um i'm a choreographer and i'm coming up with dance routines as i'm listening to music and i would do this for hours i love listening to music i've always been a music prodigy child it's just something about it that inspires a lot of fantasizing daydreaming uh, it inspires my writing. I've come up with some of my best ideas for stories while listening to music. So quote unquote bouncing because I don't know if we want to qualify as that's dancing because it was usually me running from one side. of the-, the funny thing is my daughter has adopted this exact same habit with absolutely no input for me. She barely has seen me do it because I never like when anyone watches me. <laughs> And they used to always, uh, my sisters and brothers, they would, you know, we had this door to my bedroom, but there was no knob on it. So you can just look through the little hole. <laughs> Privacy just wasn't a thing in my house. That was one of my biggest joys. I also loved to walk outside without shoes. I don't know what the hell was wrong with me when I was a child where I thought I was somehow a fae belonging to the wilderness, which is crazy because I hate being outside. But from like one I can't say one from (laughs) I have no memories when I was one years old up until the point where I was about 13 I would say I was constantly like shoes what are they 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 always bothered me um so I love walking around without no shoes on and as a result I'm pretty sure like the pinky toe on my foot it, it can't grow a nail I think I destroyed it when I was a child just running around constantly with no shoes on So there's that to add to the portfolio. I also used to love to jump rope. Have y'all ever, or play tag, if you don't know what tag is, or hide and seek. Those games were fun, but I think I like the, I always will volunteer to do the the circle where you would pick. Have you ever been in those circles where you come up with the songs? Ugga, ugga, black, booga, ugga, ugga, out. (laughs) Have y'all ever heard of that one? So you would pick who would go jump rope first or who would be the person that would tag or be the first one to do hide and seek and find everybody. Even though manhunt was way better than like hide and seek was boring because one person has to find everyone. Manhunt, you find one person and then they team up whoever you find to find other people. So the, the, the whole consensus of the game was to pick somewhere where no one else would see you hiding. Because then the last person would then be the first person to start all over again. But I had a lot of those little nursery rhymes we used to do. Uh, another one was "Any Meeny Miny Mo, Catch a Piggy by His Toe. If He Hollers, Let Him Go. Any Meeny Miny mini, Mo. My mother told me to pick the very best one, and that is you. Not because you're dirty, not because you're clean, just because you kissed a boy behind the Playboy magazine. You out. <laughs> um, Miss Mary Mac. Miss Mary Mac. 
Matt, Matt, all these are hand games as well too. All dressed in black, black, black with silver buttons, buttons, buttons all down her back, back, back. She flew so high, high, high. She touched the sky, 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 and she never came back, back, back to the Fourth of July. Nah, nah. There was like a dirty version to that too. I can't remember the dirty version. I do remember Dr. Pepper. That was pretty much uh, just a hand game. I used to play. I love playing hand games. If you don't know what a hand game is, it's basically what's another word for it? Um, but you and another person are, you know, you're just doing the hand. I can't say it other than the hand thing. I don't know another word for it. But Dr. Pepper was my favorite. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, don't you know, don't you know, there's a new imitation, I told so. Uh, hesitation? Imitation? I don't know. You're a pepper, you're a pepper. Everybody's a pepper. Drink Dr. Pepper. They don't, don't you know, woo! Okay. <laughs> Enough of the nursery rhymes. <laughs> and the hand games. Um, next time we'll get into my drunk stories. I actually wrote them down because I, I told you I was on like one hand maybe the other hand but right now I only got five <laughs> I don't get drunk very often we'll discuss those next time um, also we'll do white women versus black women the way we react to certain things in society just some funny antidotes for you and uh, if you have anything you want to add to the conversation or any ideas definitely shoot an email to me blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you also can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease black or magic